0: Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 12, What the Little Bird Told Him. I
1: take issue with the title of this episode. Okay. Up until this episode, we've had sweet, short little titles. Right. We had Arkham. We had Harvey Dent. We had Viper. Lovecraft. Yeah. We had Viper. Um, and here we have a sentence. Yeah. Boy, that's a change in their MO.
0: Maybe it's because the director's name is Eagle that would do it yeah the director would do it.
1: now i love this episode i think I this too. was a great episode uh who wrote it ben edlund fuck of course he did yep yep <laughs> of course he wrote this this was a great episode it was i should have known when the first scene starts with a johnny cash song yep yep that yep. it was yep. been, of course it was ben edlund yeah oh it was it was written
0: by ben and it was directed by some guy named
1: eagle egg some guy egglison which is a hell of a name no wonder it's got a mouthful of a title, but yeah, that title. this was a great episode. Yes, but that title was just so out of sync. Yeah, but it is what the little bird told me. Him, 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 him. Somebody yeah. wasn't me. He told him. Uh, it is what the episode is about.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it it worked. But yeah, you're right. It's it is it's a really departure. out of the mo
1: from from their standard. Yeah, thing. I'm not going to say mo again. But I really did like this episode. Of course, Bennett,
0: I thought it was great. Was it like, was a
1: big story mover, in my opinion. Yes,
0: it was.
1: Uh, I liked it. I liked that there was a lot more focus on the story at hand, and less and no, introducing new not characters and story. Okay, we've got enough characters and story arcs.
0: Yeah, and we didn't throw in every single damn character we had in one episode. No, which was you know sometimes you have to do that.
1: And but this but Gotham has. Literally has to touch every character every freaking episode. Yeah, just about. It's so annoying. Yeah. They didn't do that with this one. Which is nice. And it was a really good, strong episode. Mm hmm. It was. In my opinion. Uh, I thought it was just, I'm just, I was good. I liked it.
0: You ready to go into the recap? Um, Yeah. Mm. All right. Because I'm
1: just going to keep saying it's good.
0: Um, So Gruber, who we met last uh, episode as the electrocutioner. See, now you have me doing it. Sorry. Um, The electrocutioner. And he's walking through Gotham with his uh, lackey, Aaron, in tow.
1: Who is amygdala. Yes. Uh, Well, he hasn't been introduced as amygdala, but he's amygdala. Yeah. Uh, We all know it. But this scene is so... Beautiful. Yep. They. He's Jack's got that. He's he's joined the uh, the trench coat club.
0: Well, I said I said in my notes that he's gotten a matrix makeover.
1: He yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> it's rubber, but of course when you're working with electricity, yeah. But it's uh, Johnny Cash, and I had to Shazam it because I needed to know what song that was. Yes. It's called God's gonna cut you down. Yeah. That sound editing and their pace walking across yes. the
0: screen, and the visual of was it. just
1: visually so classic Ben Edlund. Yeah. Really. Even though he's not the director, he just wrote it. I just wrote it.
0: You know, he just wrote you know the he thing. just wrote it.
1: But okay, I liked this episode. I know okay. you're just really
0: excited. All right, sorry. And uh, so these two are toting all this equipment, and they go to visit an, ele- an electronics store, and the poor guy who answers the door gets electrocuted.
1: Well, and I didn't know if he was dead or not at yeah. this point because the way he leans up against the door. Yeah, I was. Is he dead? I don't know. Is he just knocked out? I wasn't sure.
0: Yeah, they weren't really super clear on it, but the proprietor, no. the guy named Irwin,
1: but it was much more interesting than him just falling to the ground.
0: Yeah, which would have been boring. That's true. It,
1: it caused the question.
0: Yeah, and uh, the proprietor Irwin, he knows uh, Gruber, and he Gruber wants his stuff back. Apparently, he's been holding something oh, yeah. for him. Well, you know, as you do. And so we move on to uh, Essen briefing the GCBD PD about Aaron, about Aaron and Gruber, and. They have no pre-Arkham record for this guy. No, they don't. Uh, So they assume that it's an alias. Yes.
1: And And that they've sent the records off to other places. Yes. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. And so the commissioner is on his way in and Harvey's practically shitting himself at the prospect of it. And uh, Jim has come in for a visit. Harvey outright
1: calls him partner.
0: Hey, partner. I put that in my notes. He calls him partner again. Harvey's like in complete denial. He's like, nope, Jim still works here. And um, they try to get Jim out of the
1: room before the commissioner shows up. No, 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 not they. Harvey. Harvey.
0: Yeah. (sighs) And um, (laughs) Jim does not know how to make friends because he starts off by insulting the police commissioner. Well, this is
1: Commissioner Loeb. Yep. Who uh, is in the canon. Uh, He originally appeared in 1987 Batman's 404. He is played by Peter Scalera. Scalari. Scalari can't say names. That's okay. Peter Scolari, who t- to my complete and utter amazement, I went to look it up, see what else he had been in. He's been in a lot. Mm-hmm. The man has been around a long time. I did not realize that this was the same guy who played opposite Tom Hanks in Bosom Buddies. Yes. Bosom freaking Buddies. Yep. I loved that show. Yep. Loved it. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. I'm like, oh my God, that's him. Uh, he was also in like 140 something episodes of New Heart. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, but as far as Batman goes, he's got some Batman background. Okay. He voiced a few random characters in Batman the Animated Series. Yay. Uh, and he also was Ray Palmer in Batman the Brave and the Bold. Okay. So he's got some Batman back. He looks like an evil commissioner dude, too. He does. They slicked
0: back his hair. Oh, and yeah. The, the glasses. And he's playing it really deadpan. Oh, yeah. And really, like,
1: intense. Which opposite of Ben McKenzie's deadpan is yeah. hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> I've come to, I've just come to realize that Ben just has no facial. He's like Botoxed or something. <laughs> I don't know what the Botoxed. fuck's going on with him. So yeah. So anyway, so uh, the commissioner is introduced.
0: Yay. Yes. And, um, but I will say that uh, we get Jim smiling Uh, when he gets, you know, when he gets called to see the commissioner alone and. Bullock gets roped into joining them.
1: Which Harvey wants nothing to do with. But we get
0: a smile out of Jim then, like, ha-ha, you have to come with me. Mm,
1: Jim gets ballsy.
0: Yeah, and Bullock wants no part of it. You're right. Okay, I want to point out,
1: well, they go and have a conversation with Commissioner Loeb.
0: Right. Later. We go back to Irwin's right now. I thought they
1: went to, oh, they don't have that conversation here? No, not yet. Because there's, okay...
0: Je- almost almost it's the next scene but it's uh we go back to Irwin's okay there's first. something
1: very important i want to point out when we get okay. there
0: uh so we go back to this electronic shop and it seems that he double crossed gruber back in the day he's out for revenge yes uh, but he still kept all of gruber's stuff and um gruber goes like he monologues and he says my time in arkham is what freed me
1: arkham made him a better criminal
0: yeah and uh what killed me though is Arkham was open for, like, four and a half seconds before he broke out. I know, right? So, whatever. Um, but he said he's going to, like, he makes this point of saying Gotham is, like, a broken machine. He's going to scrap it. Um, And so he says, uh, he, like, starts to confront Erwin, and you look like, uh-oh, Erwin's going to get it.
1: Yep. Was that his name? Yeah. Erwin's no, Electronics. Yeah, I missed that. Oh. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so this one is one plus one is
1: two. Yeah. There okay, you go. All right. This
0: is where we see uh, Jim uh, bitching at okay. the commissioner. Right. So what were you going to. Har-
1: and Harvey's back there saying, I don't want nothing to do with this. And well, again,
0: Harvey's the one that's respecting authority and
1: Jim's not. Which is so weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they go on and, and Jim convinces uh, the commissioner to let him do this investigation. Yep. He gives him 24 hours. Yes. Okay. You, there is a clock right above um, their desks when you're outside, when you're looking towards Essen's office, mm-hmm. up in the top. There's a clock up there. Yeah. It says 9 a.m. Okay. At this point. We have 24 hours.
0: From 9 a.m. to 9, 9 a.m.
1: Okay. I watched that clock this entire episode.
0: Oh, my gosh. So you'll, you'll tell
1: us Because, if- well, it's so, you see it so prominently yeah well uh, it's very obvious like the way that they shoot the scenes in this room that clock is right there
0: each and, there is, and, and I it have, keeps showing
1: up and we have issues with timelines in the show anyway so i was like yeah i'm curious okay it's 9 a.m it's 9 a.m okay it's not dark it's daytime right. so it's got to be a.m so right. it's 9 a.m
0: okay um and but jim makes this point of saying that he knows how gruber thinks and and he wants to be reinstated to get uh to get him back
1: well he knows where he's going to be next yeah some and, he, shit. and he
0: pulls some shit out of his ass um and so uh Lobe, you know gives him the 24 hours like you mentioned and he says either you find him or you're both going to be assigned to arkham and for harvey's the rest like of your but, careers. but but, but and harvey's like but i kept my mouth shut um and we find out that jim was completely bluffing about knowing what he was going to do next well he
1: says he doesn't care about his reputation and all i can hear is joan jet in the background
0: yeah, I, I don't give a, a damn, damn but yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Jim's going through his punk face.
1: Huh.
0: And so we get... At least it's not Bruce. <laughs> we get a flashback to an old funeral, and um, Mama Liza is holding Baby Falcone, and it is the same and actress. It is, in
1: fact, the same actress. Yeah, I rewound it just to make sure.
0: Because I didn't pay
1: attention the first time. So
0: the Liza thing remains kind of creepy. So creepy. Um, But... We go to Adult Falcone, and he has this guy taken out to the dock. Um,
1: and they kill him. I don't even understand what that scene has to do with anything in the rest of the story. I
0: think it's just to show that he's, you know, he, it, to reestablish the his gangster cred with the audience, maybe before he goes and takes a walk with Liza. Right. Like maybe I don't he's know.
1: working or something.
0: Yeah. And so, um,. He takes a walk and he tells her to find a good man and start a family. Yeah, he
1: wants to offer her a living.
0: Yeah, he, he offers to either set her up with a business um, so that she can leave him. And she refuses. She says, she's you like, make no, me feel no, safe.
1: No, now, there's a little detail here. She picks a flower. And puts and it the, in his lapel. Well, the, the flower she picks is so obviously the one she's going to pick up. Yeah. I'm like, seriously, it's a different color. Off sli- slightly. But uh, in canon... Falcone is shown uh, with, uh, it's, with, in the canon, it's a rose. Okay. But he almost always has uh holding or shown caressing a flower um, in his lapel. Oh, canon even creepier. It's a regular thing for him. Yeah. And so throughout this episode, we see him with his flower. Even though in the canon, it's a rose. Here, we see him with this. This like purple crescent, flower thing. Thingy something. looking I don't know. thing. yeah I don't know. Um, But yeah, he generally has a rose pinned to his suit throughout. So okay. we, get, we get a nod.
0: Yeah. And uh, so we move back on to the GCPD. And but we also
1: she, see she has a bodyguard assigned to her now.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Which is smart of him.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so we go to the GCPD and Jim is happy to be back. He's smiling again.
1: I know. There's a Jim smile and Harvey's wearing glasses. And Ed
0: is very happy too.
1: Yeah. Everybody, everybody's everybody's happy. happy. Yay. Except
0: for, you know, the entire rest of the police department. Of course. And um, he's found... Gruber's real identity, Jack Bukinski. That was Ed. Yeah, Ed has. And Which, Bukinski, you said, is the canonical yes. name of the
1: electrocutioner. And in, in, while we were talking about Rogue's Gallery, we, it was mentioned. Um, it's the comic villain's name. But however, Lester... because. That was Lester Bukinski. Oh, in the comic. okay. Lester Bukinski this in the comics. Jack. This is Jack. Bukinski. However, Lester did have an unnamed brother in the comics that was also referred to as the electrocutioner. Oh, so we
0: still now have leeway to bring in this if brother. If they,
1: they're giving themselves that buffer. Okay. I don't know if it's on purpose or not, but it's there. Okay. So.
0: Um, so Bukinski wanted to be transferred to Arkham and had his records forged.
1: As you do while you're in prison. Yeah,
0: you decide apparently. to go to Arkham. And, well, yeah. um, Don't so you? Then, yeah, of course, yeah. I, well, Arkham's w-
1: really fucking cool. Just last week I did yeah. that.
0: Um, and then I broke out because yeah. you can apparently just walk out of well, we Arkham. we
1: need to podcast, so <laughs> it's important.
0: Yeah. Um. So Ed goes and talks to Kristen Kringle, and he's left her a cupcake riddle, and she did not appreciate
1: so it. So weird. Now I want a cupcake.
0: I know, now I want a cupcake.
1: <sighs> I kind of would have liked it, though.
0: I know, like he. I thought it would have been cool. It's odd, and he's a weird guy, but it, it's I don't also kind
1: of sweet. That it shows thought.
0: It and see, that's my thing. Like, if a dude shows forethought like that, that's just a pretty good can sign. Just, Anybody
1: could just leave a cupcake on your or desk. give you
0: flowers, or you know. Yeah, but
1: a cupcake with a bullet in it and what a is riddle. It, what and, does that
0: mean? Yeah. So, I would have liked it, but she didn't appreciate it. Yeah,
1: it's still it's still a little creepy though.
0: Yeah. Um. And so, uh, based on the files that Ed found, they, uh, Harvey and Jim infer that Bukinski had partners on the outside.
1: Yeah. They 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 find a, a quick fix to furthering the explaining the story by finding the old ca- files. by finding the case the
0: and I and right. I like the, I'll accept that instead it was of easily just
1: like, somebody just knowing this or that instead of just like
0: hey you know he was. You know, I bet he was a bank robber and I bet he worked alone. Like, they had an actual basis for it.
1: Or the beating up the pimp montage. <laughs> <laughs> Although
0: we haven't had a pimp beat up montage oh, in a while. I'm well, kind of sad. It? Yeah. 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 Um, so they say he was a bank robber and that, that he he must have had associates on the outside because he was the but only. But he never named names. He never named names. Right. And um, Harvey gets handed a They're passing hit. notes. They have a hit.
1: They're passing notes in class. Yeah. Boy, well, Harvey got all excited too, didn't he?
0: I know. So it turns out that they find the uh, van that they used to escape Arkham, mm-hmm. and it's still parked right outside the electronics store, which I thought it was is. really stupid. And
1: Harvey turns and goes, "Oh, hey, look—an electronics
0: store. He uh. likes electricity."
1: And so they find the dead kid uh, that answered the door. The way that they enter, they enter the mm-hmm. um, the store mm-hmm. was really kind of smart because it's already cracked open like this much. And Harvey's standing off to the side, and Jim's standing square front, and Harvey pushes the door open, and then boom, they're there. I thought that for once.
0: For once they were smart about it. They kind of thought
1: this through. But now we know that the guy at the door is dead. Yeah.
0: And then they find uh, this Irwin guy, the owner.
1: But Harvey has a Harvey line. He does. Fried like a donut. Yep, Really. He, his, this is, he hits the best lines. I know he does.
0: Um, and it turns out that this guy, like you said, he, he's had his brain fried, and he's been made to do lines. He's writing, oh "I will God. not, bet- I will not betray my friends over and over again."
1: I want this power. <laughs> I, I want this power.
0: So this goes back to what we saw in the previous episode, where he's like doing these invasive electroshock treatments yes. to get people to
1: do what he wants.
0: Um, Which is very specific to program. I will not betray my friends. I know with some scrambled electrons and they they turn around and
1: he's still sitting there. He's still standing there trying to write. Yeah, Yeah, it's
0: a little weird. Uh, So we go back to Liza and she's walking along with her bodyguard, and she gets promptly kidnapped promptly by some guys in who did you think it was?
1: Did you think it was Fish or Penguin or Maroni or? I think
0: I thought it was Penguin. You think you thought? Yeah. Back in back when I first first saw it, I this. think I
1: thought it. I think I thought it was penguin too. Yeah, but I really don't remember it the first time I saw it because you know once you've seen yeah, it, yeah,
0: exactly. Um, and it turns out it's fish is the one that has well, taken they, her. When
1: they take the, the the mask off of her face, yeah. they have a lens, There's a lens flare. JJ mm-hmm. Abrams would be proud. <laughs> uh, but it shows disorientation to the audience, mm-hmm. which I thought that was a good directorial choice. Yeah, I thought to do yeah. that. Um, but things are really, really moving I know. in I this episode. I did not
0: expect everything to happen that happened.
1: No, I dang. didn't either. Because there was this electrician, like Kushner storyline. And now we've got this Fish storyline. It's like, boom, boom. Yeah. But I'm like, whoa, stuff's happening. Yeah. Because we've been building and building and building for so long. Well, and
0: I thought it was weird, though, because it was only a couple episodes ago that Fish was like, I don't have the muscle to do this yet. And right. now she's telling Liza, it's time. I'm uh-huh. taking over. I'm pulling you out. Right. Because she's going to make her move. Um, and we see, uh, Falcone get a call and it's the really bad disguised robot voice. Oh my God. It was terrible. Uh, and it tells him about Liza.
1: Why can? well, I guess she couldn't trust a goon to say the right things.
0: Yeah. But then again, I think part of it was her inflection. Yeah. She, it's hard to, to, you know, the, the cadence that she speaks with. Uh, but all they ask is, uh, do you want Liza back? And he's like, yes. And they say that he'll be contacted soon. And, she, well, he
1: asks them to not hurt her because she's a civilian. Yeah. But she's really not. No. She's not, not in the way, may, way that he thinks she is. No. Um, so we've got these two stories, and they're moving along at a really good pace. So I yes. remember, looking at the time going, we got so much time. Oh, my God. What are you going to do? Yeah. What the fuck's going to happen?
0: And so we move on to the GCPD and Leslie Tompkins' visits. Yes. And already I'm like, I'm happy. Um, and... We find out that Gruber has been named the electroc- the electrocutioner by the press. Yes. Ed approves of it. hmm And uh, Ed gives them rubbers. galoshes in
1: preparation. Ed, Ed, Ed gives the boy rubbers and tells them to be safe. And Harvey makes a rubbers joke. I'm trying to make one, and it's not going over. So uh, they do mention um, we've got 17 hours to go. hmm So that means... It has, okay, they had 24 hours. Right. If they got 17 hours to go, that means it's been seven hours. Right. It is now four o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. I did the math. What time does the clock say? I didn't see a clock. Okay. I'm basing it off of what he said. Okay. Gotcha. That this is what time it is. So we've been from nine in the morning to four in the afternoon.
0: Yeah. Uh, And Jim takes his shoes like a good little soldier.
1: Doesn't he, though?
0: And uh, um, there's some
1: nervous flirting, uh yeah. oh wait, no, that's Lee yeah, yeah, that's Lee well, harvey does um
0: too. yeah leslie finds uh finds him and uh Harvey forces now, him to introduce them
1: now, when Lee sees them uh-huh her whole face lights up, and she passes Ed, and Ed sees her face, yeah, and he kind of gets all smiley yeah. too, and I'm like, uh-huh. Ed I'm likes
0: a, Ed likes Jim.
1: I'm a little worried for Lee's... Yeah, I kind of am, too. wife. So, yes, he is, like... There's the forced um, introduction.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and um, so she brings in this weird doll from one of her patients, who is a pagan sorceress. hmm And she apparently um, makes these dolls of people that, uh, you know... Do you want to torture or curse or curse? curse not they torture. say curse, yeah. Um, they
1: never refer to voodoo, though. No, they not do not. once. Not once. Which
0: I was pleased. And it turns out that uh, Gruber wanted her to make this doll Mr. M.
1: And it looks
0: a lot like Maroney.
1: It looks like Jim. It looks like Jim. It looks like Jim. Um, okay, and so Harvey, like, outright flirts with Jim mm-hmm. in, in, in this scene. Yeah. He says to Jim, I curse you all the time and you never give me candy jim gives him this look that is the most expression i have ever seen on his face and it is this huge flirtation like, yeah like it was like <laughs> it was so adorable i would pay good money to get a look good candy yeah to get a look like that from somebody but i never buy candy because i'm a salt junkie but you see what i'm trying to say yes um it was just they're so precious together. that whole like I could just eat that scene up with a spoon. But that doll freaking looks like Jim to me. I thought Jim.
0: See, I thought it was Maroney right away.
1: Well, they say Mr. M. Your and mind is going to go to Maroney. But yeah. just looking at the doll. You thought Jim. It looks like Jim.
0: Okay, I'll have to go back and look and see so. if I see any of that. And so we, we moved to out, the outside of Maroney's restaurant. Mm-hmm. And Bukinski or Gruber or whatever you want to call him, he's doing shocky, shocky electro things. Um <laughs> in the but van that's the technical term right yes it is in the van that he stole from the electronic shop that they well, know sure, he was at so sure. that was really stupid would there not have yes, been an a- would there not have been an APB out on that van who knows i don't know it's Gotham that's true they, most of the cops don't actually do police work no. so um so penguin gets uh he's in the restaurant with Maroni and some uh some of the cronies and he gets a call and he excuses himself from whatever stupid meathead story that Maroney is telling. And it is Falcone. Excuse me. And he's calling him in because of the Liza thing.
1: Right, of course. Because who else is he going to call? Ghostbusters? <laughs> and
0: uh, Penguin knows that it's fish like immediately. Oh, yeah. And you he. Sly little devil. And he thinks this is his opportunity to get her. And so he tells Maroni that his mom is sick and that he has to leave.
1: I cannot believe Maroni bought that. And he's
0: like, "Yeah, of course, your mother." There's and that
1: dramatic pause.
0: Yeah, where it's like,
1: uh-huh. "Boom!" I'm like, "Yeah."
0: And um, as soon as he tries to leave, he gets electrocuted when he touches the door. Uh,
1: but it doesn't kill. Knob. It doesn't kill. No, it him. just kind of
0: flashes him back. And we see some kind of like an electro bomb go off. But now, is that none a bomb? People are hurt.
1: Is that a bomb or a football?
0: Like yeah, it was this roly thing and then electricity, but nobody Is got it electric- hurt.
1: Is an electrical bomb a thing? I
0: I don't know. I don't I know don't either. I don't know shit My, about first, thought, my
1: first thought was EMP. Yeah, because you know electrical. But I don't think an EMP would have had a
0: had an effect no, on people. I don't
1: know what the fuck that thing was.
0: Yeah, but it didn't do anything. It just kind of shocked them all down. But nobody's and hurt. There was
1: smoke and there were. It rude. was really weird. I, don't I know was, what the hell. The motive
0: behind this confused me. It made no
1: sense. Does not compute.
0: So, uh, Jim has uh, been called to Maroni's in the aftermath, um, and he talks to him because there were no
1: homicides, and he's a homicide detective. So it made sense that Jim would go. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know his good buddy Maroni, uh, and so he tells him that Bukinski, um, you know Bukinski's out, and he's uh, he kind of tries to infer that maroney had a part in him getting imprisoned
1: yeah which he does because which one, is a fine line with a mob boss it really is um because he's he's jim is playing to maroney's common sense here he says well you know if you help me out with this you get rid of a nuisance i get to solve this case and and maroney starts to do that well yeah kind of look yeah and it's like he he jim almost had him it really was not a bad plan for him no um, but this we see here, um, and then, then penguin, yes, screws up royally. Yeah, he does. But there's there's more to my point that I want to get to is penguin wakes up. Mm-hmm. and says, "I have urgent business with Falcone. Plop plop. And yeah. it's at this moment that our two stories merge. Yes, and it's come full circle. We've got the cases tied to Maroney and Oswald ties the Maroney story. To the Falcone Lies a Fish story. Right. So you've got your major case tied to Maroni, wh- who is tied to Oswald, who is tied to, so the whole, everything. And it works. For once. And it works. All lines up. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. We have one show.
0: Thank you, Ben Edland.
1: I don't know how that happened. Please write
0: all the episodes. Please.
1: <laughs> and this was kind of a, a darky kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like episode Ben Edlund does some good.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, he does some good work.
0: Yeah, and and I thought it was it was interesting that Jim actually asks him to let him help. He asks Maroni to let him help. Yeah, he
1: wants to bring him into protective custody. Um,
0: And it kind of shows him showing a little bit more sense than I think he would have in the past where he'd have been like, I'm taking
1: you in. He seems more willing to work with the mobsters yes. than he's willing to work with his fellow police officers.
0: And part of that's like, I want my damn job back.
1: Well, Maroni has always been upfront and honest with him. That's
0: true. That's a very good point. And Falcone has two, for that matter. Right. So yeah. So the mobsters
1: are more honest with him about the world and and what they're doing than the cops are. Than the cops. Are. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I That's that. a good point. Yeah. Um. I'll do that sometimes. And so yeah, the the penguin does the does the stupid thing. Does the stupid. And thing. even Maroni, who's an idiot, gets suspicious. Oh yeah, I mean it takes. I mean you have to beat somebody over the head with it to get Maroney suspicious, but he yeah. did
1: it. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and so Jim brings Maroney and Penguin to the
1: GCPD for protection. The clock on the wall says five thirty. Okay, this is conceivable. Ish. It was four. Ish. Ish it was kind from, of hard. It was out of. It was out of. Yeah, out of focus a little bit, but I was
0: five thirty ish. And then we, uh, for some reason, we have Barb in this episode um she goes and visits her parents house yeah the scene made no sense to me i did not care about it yeah and they're as horrible as she is
1: now the taxi she in she she in she <laughs> she's in the gotham central taxi that is mm-hmm. the the count comic taxi oh okay in case anybody cares that's cool yeah
0: i like that um and so how in the hell does this butler not know who she is
1: like they have pictures of her or something you think don't they have like a portrait over the fireplace or yeah an
0: awkward posed portrait. Yeah, because this
1: is obviously one of those high...
0: That's what rich folks do, right? High class crap. Yeah. Um. And so she wants to stay and, in their super swank house and they agree and it's just really weird and you can tell that it's a strained relationship. I still
1: have no empathy for her character whatsoever. I don't either. We're getting some background on her and I see we see her parents suck because they do. They could not care less about her. They do kind of make a dig at her about the police officer. Mm-hmm. And this is where I feel like to their world, Jim Gordon's the bad boy. Yeah, that's he's, true. He's a lowly police officer. That's, that's
0: a good point.
1: Maybe that's, and that's why she likes him.
0: Well, and she went after Montoya, too. Also a cop. That's true. Maybe that's Barb's... Uh, that's
1: blue collar. Yeah, that's know, true. So
0: so we move on, and um, Maroney is entertaining the cops... And, um, it's six
1: o'clock. Yeah, and the oh sun, okay. And it's six o'clock, and you can see they—they they, they showed down. the sun kind of cool. turning orange outside the window. For once, there's some freaking continuity in Thank the show as God. far as the timeline. Um,
0: and Jim admits to Harvey that Maroni, um, is there as bait,
1: and Harvey says something clever. Yep. Yeah. And, I couldn't really hear him, but he said something clever. And
0: Penguin wakes up and he is desperate to visit his mother.
1: Mm-hmm. And Moroni doesn't beat around the bush.
0: No, Moroni tells him to stay and confronts him about the Falcone comment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we move on to Falcone and he gets Speaking a call. Speaking of the devil. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Um, he gets a call and Fish tells him. He's like, oh, they these people called me about lies and she's going to broker a deal. And immediately he, he knows it's bullshit. Just, just stop. Just stop. I know it's you. Uh, do you think he knew before she is the one that called him?
1: Just now? I think he suspected. Okay. Because of, of what penguin has been telling you. Yeah, him. sure. Yeah, it was awfully coincidental that Fish would be the one. And I
0: thought that was damn stupid of her. Oh, yeah. I thought that was really, it really, really was. dumb. Yeah. Um. And so Fish tells him... Uh, but Fish almost looks relieved. Like she doesn't have to play the game. Right, They can just try to work on terms. Um, and so Fish tells him that he needs to leave Gotham and to never come back and that lies won't be hurt. And he agrees, like immediately. Mm-hmm. And when they hang up, Butch wants to celebrate and Fish chastises him. She's like, we're not done yet.
1: This makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. And well, she talks about how um, she gets sad because he was a great man at one time, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. It makes no sense to me because in every episode up until this point... She was angry at him. She was mad at him. Calling him an old man. Said he was outdated. So much
0: animosity for him. And
1: suddenly she's changing her attitude towards him? Yeah. What?
0: Yeah, because she makes the point. She's like, basically I'm saving his life because he's going to get taken out soon anyway.
1: Yeah, I'm doing him a favor. Yeah. But her attitude, it was 360 and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Uh-uh. You've com- her character just completely changed right there. I'm Unless like,
0: she's trying to convince herself.
1: I guess. She's not wrong. Yeah. And I can see that perspective. I can see that angle. And it's not bad. I mean, sure. She's absolutely right. He would end up getting killed off. Yeah. And she is saving him by sending him off and yeah. taking his place. She's letting him retire and live out his life in old age. But it's out of character. Yeah. For her to say that. I, yeah, I see that. It's like someone changed the story but didn't tell anybody else. Yeah. Which it does speak to Bid Edlin's style of writing. But it's not cohesive with the rest of the story.
0: Yeah. Cause she's she's seen out has mm-hmm. seemed to be outright angry at Falcon yeah. in the past.
1: Like she just wants to take over for herself. Yeah. Whereas now suddenly it's all about doing him a favor. Yeah. Which yeah, is whatever. Bullshit. Whatever. But
0: Liza wants to know how he sounded. And um she admits that she does like him and Fish cautions her because Fish makes a point of she's like, "Listen, you're gonna have to go with him at least for a little while. Mm,
1: string him along."
0: Um, and Fish cautions her. She's like, "You will. Ne- you never need
1: to tell him the truth." You, well, she can't. Yeah, because if she does, she's dead. Yeah, exactly. But I really get the feeling that Liza has never known kindness before, and I think she's confused by this whole thing because oh, yeah.
0: falcone has been very nice to her. She does
1: never seem like she's never seemed very smart.
0: No, that's true.
1: She's not a very smart because
0: um, and so we go to Falcone's house, and Victor Zaz is there, and he asks Falcone to let him let him do his job, and he refuses. Well,
1: I don't understand what Zaz's motivation is here. Maybe
0: it's just that
1: he works for Falcone,
0: and he doesn't want to have a new boss. I I don't know.
1: But wouldn't he be a part of the new regime?
0: You think? I mean, I just
1: I just didn't see what his motivation was
0: to be that zealous about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Does he have a hard on for fish?
0: Who knows? Does he
1: is he not? okay because he hasn't achieved his a position as lieutenant because he's not a lieutenant no he's purely an assassin at most he's a captain yeah um at most yeah or he but he's like on his way to being a lieutenant especially with Nikolai being dead maybe who knows but I just don't I just, they don't show it though I don't understand what his motivation is here like you said to be so zealous about it yeah
0: um and so Falcon says he's ready to step down and uh Victor wants to take Fish and her crew out alone. And Falcone wants none of it.
1: No. He says, your job now is to take care of us and make yep. sure we get out safe. To
0: keep me and Liza safe. Um, and so we go back to the GCPD and Ed visits Kristen Kringle to explain his riddle. She kind of liked it. Yeah. And, but she's, but he, they're interrupted by a cop and he's shoot away.
1: Now, he says to her, a beautiful woman is a dangerous thing. And she gets all smiley and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh God, please turn into a villain. Yeah. I want her to be a villain. Oh, she'd be great. She Cause I really would really like. I really like be, her. Oh, I'll, I just like the way they have her made up. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a very, uh, like, 50s... With the glasses and the ponytail and the... Yeah, she needs, like, a poodle on her skirt, too. You yeah, know? that's that would she's, complete it. I love her look. Yeah. I want her to be a villain.
0: Yeah, I think that'd because be Because really of
1: cool. her look. Like I want this to be a villain. Yeah, she would be an awesome bad person. She would. It's Detective Flas that comes in, but they don't really tell you that that's who he is. Yeah, I didn't realize it was him until you until the look, next episode. You and have then to I'm look like, at. The, oh. Yeah, he was in the cast list. Okay. um but Flas is uh, notable for appearing as Gordon's uh, partner in Batman. In Batman Year One. Oh. And, and the movie Batman Begins. That's how I know him. Yeah, because he he's in, the guy that likes falafel. Right, uh, but he. And w- swear
0: to me, that's Flas. <laughs>
1: But he is corrupt, yeah. In in the comics and Batman Begins, um. Whereas Bullock is not. I don't know. But we never. But they don't really tell you who he is at this point. Yeah. But I just it was worth mentioning because he's well class.
0: Um and uh, it broke my heart though because as Ed is walking away, he hears her say, "He is so
1: weird." But he is weird.
0: I know, and that's not a bad thing. I'd be
1: okay with that. Yeah,
0: but he looks like a hurt little puppy. Yeah, and um. So but yeah he feels the,
1: the there's the walls. Whoa. Yeah, he hears
0: like this electricity sizzle and we go to Bukinski being outside in his van doing more electricity shit. Well,
1: and he's got those round goggles that makes him look more like Hugo Strange.
0: Yeah. Especially when he's got the electricity in front of him and they become like mm-hmm. mirrors.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He look but we know he's not Hugo Strange, but he looks like Hugo Strange. Yeah, they okay. keep teasing it. I oh, know, right.
0: And Maybe um next season so we go back inside to the GCPD and Pendrick, Pendrick. I don't I just made a, wow. Personal. I just made a <laughs> It's personal. a new character. Uh, penguin dramatically vows that he isn't meeting Falcone. And uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Maroney's Penguin's good at that though.
0: Yeah. Maroney's like, yeah, okay. I still don't think Maroney trusts him. I don't though. think he's he probably going to have him followed. And so he what? says he's going to allow him to go see his mom. And the clock says six ten. Okay. Wow. We were being super consistent. I
1: and, was very proud.
0: Um, But then the lights flicker ominously and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, Ben Edlund wrote this. We're in the first five minutes of Supernatural.
1: (laughs) Everybody's going to die. I bet Harvey wishes he (laughs)
0: put his rubbers on. And um, Bukinski basically electrifies the entire GCPD building. Which I bet that was fun to film.
1: Yeah. Because the entire room has yeah. to, like, shake around and drop, and that was hilarious. And everybody... Did you see the guy holding on to the rails in the middle yes. and then, like, drop at the last second? I was like, oh, my God. And everybody... You were going for that Emmy, weren't you? Yeah,
0: everybody gets shocked. Yeah. And uh, Bukinski waltzes Shocking. in. The clock is dead, damn it. And uh, to get Maroney, and he's not that impressed by his own invention. He's surprised nobody's dead. Yeah. And Jim confronts him because he, know... he was wearing does... his
1: rubbers. How does he know nobody's dead? I don't okay. know villain logic oh, okay.
0: who the hell knows maybe because okay. they're not crispy okay uh but jim confronts him because he wore his shoes like he Ed he
1: did
0: and um they he gets uh the gun away from him and he struggles with aaron which that
1: was just weird
0: and jim wins and jim's actually wins a fight
1: he does and Although amygdala does beat the crap out of him i keep calling amygdala even though he's not yeah. actually amygdala yet aaron yes kind of does beat the crap out of him too
0: but. yeah but jim does win the fight and <laughs> I really, part of me was like, this was anticlimactic, but no, then again, before, it was great.
1: Before you get to that, I want to point out that there's a monologue, a brief monologue here that all Jack wants is Maroney. Yep. Which totally contradicts his character in the previous episode where he claimed that he would be a thorn in Jim's side.
0: Yeah, and at the beginning of this where he's like, I'm going to scrap Gotham because it's all a bunch he of broken wants machines. wants Yeah. Yeah, his motivation isn't super clear on this, um, mm. but Jim stops him with a cup of coffee. That was hilarious.
1: <laughs> I like, I literally palmed. I mean, you see him glance down to the side uh-huh. and I'm like, okay, he sees a gun or he's going to throw something at him. And no.
0: He shorts up this <laughs> super scary electronic device with a cup of coffee.
1: How many? Well, it was clear water, I think.
0: Oh, was it? I don't know. I don't know.
1: Um, I want to know how many times they had to shoot that scene.
0: <laughs> the smoke
1: <laughs> is obviously CGI'd. Yeah. But I want to know how many times he had to throw water yeah. at him. That's and
0: hilarious. Jim's the big hero.
1: Yeah, and then the, Bekinsky's like, Me. yeah, he doesn't seem too perturbed by it. I'll figure this I'll out. I'll probably
0: break out. Um, and so Jim gets his badge back, and we have a big ceremony, and he still manages to
1: threaten the commissioner. And the clock says seven fifty. Oh wow, that's fast. Well, it's been an hour and forty minutes yeah
0: and Since i'm sure the, the last time was we saw the clock they had to, to tell well, everybody that they caught this well, guy they had to
1: arrest him they had to get everybody pissed yeah. but so the clock has actually been consistent but we've met our 24 hours that's awesome actually they did didn't less, yeah. they didn't less than 12 yeah go jim so yeah
0: um and he tells the commissioner that it's a new day commissioner it's a new day well yeah and uh harvey's a proud boyfriend and you
1: think you've been careful? He
0: says it like six times. It's At great. least
1: three, I know.
0: Because Jim's like, Jim's like, I'm tired of being careful. And he's like, you think you've been careful.
1: I'm going to...
0: You think you've been careful.
1: I was... You think you've been careful.
0: And Jim's like, come on, buddy. Let's go out for a beer. And it's just...
1: They're going for a beer. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Say no more. Say no more. Harvey needs something bigger. Something stronger than a beer. You read the bigger part in. Uh I'm Uh throwing pillows.
0: I got so tickled by that.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you need some. (laughs) And this is the point where I'm like, there's too much time left. I know. (laughs) So Falcone is waiting and uh, Penguin finally makes it to him. And man, poor Penguin just looks so toe up. He is toe up. (laughs) He saw like his, his little suit is askew his hair's all janked up he's got like cuts and stuff all over him because he's been electrocuted twice yeah poor penguin yeah Yeah. but um so falcone tells him that fish is the one that
1: took liza well no he tells him that liza was the mole
0: yeah well falcone tells uh oh that's right falcone tells penguin and and this is when penguin is like yeah liza's been working for fish in the first place something
1: to tell you, boss
0: um, and at first he does not believe Penguin and he asks for proof.
1: Well, and Penguin says, I don't have proof, but when have I been wrong?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, which is the whole reason he didn't take it to him in the first
1: place. Cause he didn't have proof.
0: Right. Right. Um, and so they get a call from Fish to arrange the trade and that they're going to go to her place in an hour. Okay. And so they go to Fish's club and she wants him to sign papers
1: what papers? Um, and then he's. I still don't know what these papers were, but. I guess turning over his legitimate businesses to her. I guess. Now, she does actually continue to refer to him as Don Falcone.
0: I noticed that, too. There, There's that Don Falcone. There. Don
1: Falcone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And she's not rubbing his face in it. No. Um, and so, uh, once he signs, then he's free to leave with Liza. And he makes a comment like, you think that that's going to make you boss. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but it's going to go a long way to doing it. And um he wants to see Liza first and Butch brings her out.
1: How did she does that little finger thing and whistles? How did Butch see or hear any of that bullshit from behind that door? I'll never Which is well trained. That's true.
0: <laughs> and uh so
1: it's he, like dog hearing or something. Yeah. So
0: Falcone asks uh Liza about working for Fish.
1: Well, how long have you known Fish?
0: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, how long have you known and she lies. Oh she So does badly. So badly.
1: And she wasn't prepared. She was not prepared she for this was question, not. no.
0: And um, he sees the truth immediately. And um, then Victor and his
1: ladies storm the club, his dominatrix assassin lady squad. Which they're not named in the credits. Oh, okay. They're just henchman one, too. Uh, Zaz or Victor's henchman. Oh. Victor's hench girl. I don't remember, but there's okay. no names to them. Um,
0: and as soon as Victor and them storm in, Falcone strangles Liza himself.
1: Liza dead.
0: And I did not expect Which that to happen.
1: Which, that was kind of an happen. honor. Yeah, that's true. He to do it with his own hands. Yeah.
0: And I did not... Because that's
1: personal. It really When is... you kill with your own hands...
0: I didn't expect Eliza's story to end so abruptly. I didn't either.
1: But you gotta take out some of these characters. Yeah.
0: And... But it was... It was... I was like, wow! I mean, it had a, It actually had an emotional impact for me. Because you felt how upset Falcone was at the yeah, whole situation. there was
1: an emotional payoff for it, so...
0: And, um... He, uh, but now,
1: now Fish tries to go to her when she, he's choking Liza. Yes, and Butch restrains her.
0: Yes. So I thought which that was, was smart interesting for too. Butch
1: to do. I don't know what the hell Fish was going to do. I
0: know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, Oh, um, he's you're like, yeah, Zaz is right, fucking there. You're not going to get yourself hurt. But um, so he says that uh, Falcon says that he wants Fish and Butch kept alive.
1: And every time Fish opens her mouth, he's like, ah.
0: Yep. Yep. And he says that you know she deserves it for using his mother against him. Mm-hmm. At which point, I wanted to wonder why did Fish even have uh auditions if Liza is the spitting image of his mother?
1: <laughs> I don't know Gotham logic. I don't know. So I just can't even.
0: So Penguin comes out and he's gonna say goodbye to Fish, and he calls her Fish.
1: He, he comes to say goodbye to Fish, so he says hello. Fish. Fish.
0: Yeah, he oh. makes a meal out of that word. Wow. And uh, he is a smug little bastard. He deserves it, though. I know. After
1: all the bullshit oh. he's been through. And he,
0: he executed this
1: whole thing. He did.
0: I mean, this was he all. He really him. did. I'm telling you. Because one is running it, Gotham right mm-hmm. now. He really is. Nobody
1: realizes it.
0: And um, Leslie visits Lee. the. Uh, well, and she says, call her Lee. And she visits the men's locker room at the GCPD. Where Jim appears to be living. Where did he
1: live before? I don't know. He says I'm between places.
0: Yeah, I don't know because he didn't really live at Barb's, but he did live at Barb's. But how is he sleeping in a locker room? I'm very confused.
1: And if he was not living at Barb's before, why is he living in the locker room now?
0: Yeah. Was he living
1: in Arkham? So many questions.
0: He's <laughs> he living in Arkham?
1: Who the hell knows? I don't fucking know. And boy, did he get dressed really fast after getting... Because you hear the water turn off and then yeah. he's got clothes on. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. It's Jim Gordon' superpower. Yeah. And it's got to be morning because it's light outside. Yeah. Coming in through the windows. But since um, we're past that 24-hour clock, he got caught. Yeah. So... But still, I'm so proud of them that they actually Stuck did...
0: Stuck to it. They did
1: that. Yeah. They showed the progression on the clock it was like
0: day night day night day night
1: right but yeah. the the time passing it made sense yeah like at first it went by really fast and then it got to 5 30 6 6 10 yeah and as things were happening i was like oh wow mm-hmm. so that's good direction
0: yeah that was that was good they stuff. were
1: paying attention for that yeah
0: and who the hell knows maybe ben put it in the script who knows He could have, he could have written it in that way. That's true. Um, so Lee, who it's going to bother me to call her Lee because in my head, she's Leslie Tompkins. Uh, Lee is there to see Jim and it's really sweet and super awkward. And he annoyingly so. just before she's about to leave, he, he mans up and he kisses her. Oh, we get that
1: dramatic grabbing her. Grabbing
0: of the, yeah. I'm like, dude, dude. Yeah. I would so punch you. And I put in my notes and all I'm
1: jealous because I want to kiss her
0: well yeah i mean she's fabulous and i put in my notes in all caps finally a good lady choice
1: finally yeah finally yeah yeah and, um, and i'm like i'm sitting there and i'm like i'm jealous but i want to be kissing her yeah she's i love her she's so wonderful but she will always be Anora to me i know exactly which kind of sucks but because i don't want to pigeonhole her but yeah. still but again, She's beloved for that reason. We've got the shared traumatic experiences Yep, causing feelings of closeness because of the adrenaline you feel yeah. when it was happening. And now...
0: Jim can't just seem to meet a girl at a coffee shop.
1: He's got Harvey, though. I know. That's true. Harvey will get him coffee. and um, And then drop it on the way over. They get
0: interrupted oh, by sorry. a uniform cop. Who says that, hey, there's been a big
1: shootout at Fish Mooney's place. Yeah, Moody's he doesn't place. even walk in and walk back out. He just barges right on in there. He's
0: like, hey, Jim, there's been a big shootout at Fish Mooney's place. And it's like, da, da, da. And that's Credits. the end of the episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. And I'm like,
0: Jim made a good choice.
1: <laughs> it's about damn time. And he's got his
0: badge back. Yeah. And I'm just very excited. Lots of good stuff. And so Gruber slash Bukinski is not dead. No. So this guy can can crop back up again. And I love that actor. He played such a good Bukinski. He did a really good job.
1: I just love that actor.
0: So he seems pretty batshit crazy, though.
1: So my question is,
0: is he going to go back into Arkham, which he only was there because he wanted to be, or is he going
1: back to Blackgate now that they know who he is? No, he's going back to Arkham. Yeah. He's got to. It serves the story. Yeah. So I just thought that was great. Yeah. So we saw... No Selena. No Selena. No Bruce. No, no Alfred, Alfred. No Ivy. Yep. Which
0: I'm okay with. Like, I like them, but it would have been too much to try to this cram was a heavy, in. This was a
1: story heavy... This was a story-heavy episode. Yeah.
0: It really was.
1: Uh, And it felt so much... Because everything matched up except fucking Barbara. Yeah. Um, But everything else lined up. It all... Went together and it was awesome. We didn't. You don't. They proved that they don't have to hit every single story thread every single time.
0: Yeah, and I think they've only done this in one other episode. And I'm gonna look back and see if it was another Edlund episode because they did that once before, and it was like, oh my god, we have breathing room.
1: The other Edlund episode was because I think it was a couple of ago. It was Spirit of the Goat. Yeah, because
0: we didn't see Bruce in that one, if I'm not mistaken. Oh no, we did see Bruce, but it was very no, little. No, we saw
1: a lot, but in there, I, I just thought it was. It gave me. But it me was breathing. a much smoother movie. Yeah, um, movie episode episode. But yeah, it was Spirit of the Goat. Yeah, because uh, that's that's a very supernaturally na- episode, and one of our favorites, and one of our favorites. So there we go. Um, but yeah, so much happened, like. All the stuff that was building, this was even past the mid-season finale, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So all that was building up, building up, building up is we're finally getting that payoff.
0: Yeah. Finally. And we see, uh, we get introduced to the commissioner.
1: Yeah, finally. Is
0: more, who is more ominous than the mayor. Yeah. Because the mayor's a lot of bluster and the commissioner's just quietly like, I fucking hate you. The mayor working.
1: is the face mm-hmm. where the commissioner is in charge back here. Yeah. So, that makes a lot
0: of sense. And Harvey is afraid of the commissioner.
1: Harvey's afraid of anybody above him.
0: That's true. Anybody in, in power. But he's
1: lived in this world. That's true. For decades. And Jim's like, I don't give a fuck. He's I'll tired, lock of, anybody he's tired up. of being careful. Yeah. You've been careful? <laughs> you You've been careful? Being careful. No. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, baby Jim. No, Jim mean. doesn't know what some words mean.
1: That word doesn't <laughs> mean what, I, what you think it means. Yes.
0: And I love that we got... Um, Tompkins back i really like her i
1: i really do like her really like what they're doing with her character but who she was in the comics this is so different
0: yeah because she was because she was more
1: alfred's level
0: yeah and she was Bruce's psychiatrist and almost like a surrogate mom where alfred is his surrogate dad she
1: was a surrogate mom yeah she 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 was good friends with thomas wayne yeah so
0: and they've taken away the psychiatry from her, um, mm-hmm. from her wheelhouse, she's just right. a medical doctor, right? So I think that well, she was very much a
1: medical doctor. I mean, she was a colleague of Thomas's. I would assume she was a medical doctor. Well,
0: I mean, psychiatrists are medical doctors, but they specialize in psychiatry. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm worried that she's not going to be involved with Bruce because she doesn't have that right. psychiatrist right. angle. Because Bruce- I do want her to interact with Bruce.
1: Well, Bruce does need a a female-type role model. Yeah. um, In my opinion. Because he only
0: has two dads right now. He's got Jim and Alfred. Yeah.
1: He (laughs) he needs needs something. I kind
0: of now, though, want Harvey to interact with Bruce and see what happens. Because I think that might be interesting. Because Bruce is very literal, but he's also very perceptive, and Harvey's like...
1: I want him to say something about Harvey that makes him stop and reexamine and his go, entire life and what? then throw a zinger out there of one of his lines and yeah, pretend I, it never happened. No, I'm not dating Jim. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that would be interesting
0: because we, we did see Harvey and Alfred together a couple episodes ago. She wasn't a
1: psychiatrist. She wasn't? Uh, according to the Batman Wikia, Dr. Tompins... Dr. Tompkins ran a clinic for criminals and drug addicts in Gotham City. While the majority of her patients were repeat offenders, she continued to do her job with great perseverance and determination. Wow. Did I make the
0: psychiatrist thing up? I don't
1: know. During the Batman No Man's Land storyline, she ran the town's only medical clinic, operating under a strict no-violence policy regardless of her patients. Wow. Wow. Even Killer Croc respected the rule and stayed out despite his strong desire for revenge against Victor's Az. Wow.
0: Maybe I got that from the animated series. I can't remember. Mm.
1: I was just in other damn media. Sure. All right, hold on. Leslie also appears in several episodes, Batman the Animated Series, where she's voiced by Diana Mulder. The series is retitled as the Batman New Batman Adventures. Leslie's absent except for a cameo appearance. It doesn't say one way or the other. Okay.
0: I got it in my damn head that she was a psychiatrist. I
1: yeah, I was thinking that, too. But when I... But then I remembered she was good for, She was uh, friends with Thomas. Yeah. And Thomas was a surgeon.
0: And so far, we have no... Which made no
1: sense that he ran Bruce... Uh, Wayne... Wayne Enterprises. Bruce Enterprises. Bruce Enterprises.
0: <laughs> it's gonna get renamed.
1: <laughs> Enterprises. Well, you know, when you own the company, name it whatever the fuck you want. <laughs>
0: it's gonna get renamed, I Am the Night Enterprises. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody figures it out. He's if not he's the night yet. Um, but yeah, so they haven't explicitly mentioned a connection between her and Thomas. So I wonder if that's coming, and maybe it just mm, hasn't come up. I
1: don't know. But she
0: knows Jim, and she knows Jim from some of the cases he's worked, and he
1: she knows him by reputation.
0: He has prominently worked the Wayne murders, mm-hmm. so you think it would come up if she knew Thomas? You would. So I don't know. But I like So then her. I guess
1: she doesn't then. I, I but want- then again, Jim's supposed to be hanging out with Barb.
0: True that. God, I do not. So now I'm afraid for Leslie's life. <laughs> because yeah. she's in Gotham. And well, and I
1: don't, I don't want to love Triangle.
0: Yeah, I don't either. At all. Like, that would bore the hell out of me. Which I, I, mean.
1: I, I don't have a problem with him seeing Lee Tompkins, because that shows better judgment than fucking Barbara Keen. Um But I don't want to love Triangle.
0: Yeah. Well, but we, now we've got like a love And I don't
1: want it to hog the story. Because. Because the story's about Gotham. Yeah. Not Jim's love life.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I would, it's not a love square because Montoya's already tapped out. She's been like, I'm out.
1: I'm out of this. You a sack full of
0: crazy, Barbara. Did she? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah.
1: Sorry, I'm confused.
0: <laughs> your, what day is this? Your brain is going out of order. It fried. Yeah. Yeah, Matoya <clears throat> tapped out almost immediately. Oh, that's
1: right. But we still have Harvey, so Yes, we still have- We'll always have Harvey. <laughs> Damn it.
0: Oh, <sighs> who he like lights up when he gets around Harvey. I know. Harvey. Jim walks in the room, he's like, "Partner." And and Jim smiles more around Harvey than anybody else.
1: Yes, he does.
0: Even around Lee. I know. He's just kind of awkward crazy. and sweet, but I
1: you love know. it. It's adorable. Yeah. Jim has no feelings. <laughs> <Nope> <laughs> or he just about. has
0: one over and over again.
1: It's all for Harvey.
0: Yep. But I thought I thought this was a well, really strong episode. Well, yeah, in, this, in episode. this episode
1: when he says, I give you candy. Mm-hmm. Or you he's, never, I, I, all the, and I curse you all the time, you never give me candy. That look on his face. Yep. Oh, my God. Precious pumpkin. You never see that from him again. I really think Ben's got some Botox going on. <laughs> and he's like, I can't show emotion. He has like one emotion. I'm
0: so glad I'm an actor because I can't show emotion. Well,
1: I mean, he shows it through other means. Yeah. Uh, through, like, what he says and his actions. It's just, there's his face. I have problems with that. Yeah. And I don't know if he's good looking or not. Is he? Is he good looking? I think
0: he's conventionally good looking. Yeah.
1: Classically. Classically,
0: like, 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 yeah.
1: Like a statue, kind of. But
0: not, like, classically, like, pretty boy.
1: No, he's not pretty boy.
0: He's just, he's attractive. But he's not. In, sc- in an almost. But he's not scruffy. No, he's, I know, exactly. He's, like, attractive in a in a Is very he? benign, boy scout kind of way
1: yeah whereas harvey's got the scruff
0: going on harvey i I love some scruff love me some
1: and 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 ed's got that the young boy the baby face baby face yeah the baby face nerd geeky thing going on there so there's that
0: but i just and don't him and Kristen just look like they were styled together don't they
1: they had to have been yeah they're from the same era
0: they're precious but
1: jim i don't know I mean, he's not unattractive. He's not repulsive. Yeah. And he's not, you know, sorry, Maroney. That's kind of Oof. repulsive. Oof. Yeah. But he's supposed to be.
0: They play him so slimy, too. Yeah. But yeah. So overall, I think it was a very, very strong Very. Episode. I was
1: so happy that we finally got some payoff and all this crap 12 episodes later. Yes. Because it's supposed to have, you know, you've got your little story arcs, and but you're also supposed to have a big story arc for the season. Mm-hmm. And we never got anywhere with it yeah so at least we finally got to see something happening yeah it was like it was frozen in its tracks until now
0: and uh i would like to point out that it is uh this is episode 12 and the barbakeen challenge that we have issued as of the time of this recording has yet to be uh, attempted and i would just like to remind you guys again that if you can defend character. Or you like her and you want to tell us why, please, please
1: let us know. We are dying to know if anybody likes this character or not. Absolutely. Um, and, if, and, and if you, you know, are up to doing that, please, um, you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or if you are feeling
0: very industrious and uh, you want to do it in 140 characters or less, you can tweet at us at randomtcast and we will give you a sweater and a sandwich if you can if you can meet our challenge yes
1: this is a special prize for the 140
0: character barbara
1: defense yes uh i'm
0: trying to think of logistically how we could give somebody a sandwich in another country but we'll figure it out we'll
1: figure we'll find a way yeah
0: if i have to buy you a gift certificate to whatever your jimmy johns is we will do that there
1: there are gift cards out there um (laughs) absolutely yeah or if you have um Anything else you want to talk about with the show, if there's an Easter egg we missed, if there's an opinion or a theory or a little detail. Or a villain you want to see. Yeah, anything about the show we want to hear from you. um, Please, you can find all of our pertinence to social media and emails, and you might even find us on social media. Uh, That's uh, (gasps) randomtpodcast.com. Yeah. You can also find our other podcasts. Which are Sleepy
0: Hollow and we have uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, and we have um, we have just random
1: movies. Just random movies. If you have a suggestion for any random movie you'd like to hear us babble about, um, let us know.
0: And we are picking up uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the fall for season three. Yes. And we're also going to be doing Agent Carter um, season one in time to then pick up season two in January. Yep.
1: And um so yeah, lots of other casts. Lots of stuff uh you can look for us on iTunes, Pocket Casts and Stitcher. And if you would if you like what you hear
0: from us, um leave us a comment or a rating or tell your friends
1: about us or whatever. Or thumbs up or high five or yeah, whatever. You know, what whatever on your media of choice. Yeah. We'd we, appreci- we appreciate would, it. We would very much appreciate it. Or just visit it. the website. We'll get excited. Yeah. When we get hits, seriously. It's you- sad. You laugh, but no, it's true. No, really. Do. <laughs> Speaking of, we got a hit. <gasps> Yay! Yay. See, see, no, you just really. heard it live. Yeah.
0: We have apps to track these things because we're giant nerds. Because we are.
1: <laughs> and we need love. We do. So talk to us. Please. <laughs> okay. Um. Um.
0: That's pimping. Yep. Okay. I'm good. Thanks. Thank you for listening, guys.